0: Welcome to Brothers King Media, where we are shameless fanboys and don't even try to deny it. My name is Samuel. And I'm Solly, And we are back. Um, so, I not much dilly-dallying to do today. Um, how have you been? Uh, eh. eh Work. I, you know, I know right? <laughs> Work, life, death, go on. Alright, so let's go ahead and just hop right into the billboards, and it's been very stagnant. Uh yeah, it's still at the same top three people, right? It is the still the exact Lauren Daigle at number one, for King Country at number two, and then number three Hillsong Worship. Yep. So we're dipping all the way to number four tonight, Solomon. Yeah, Casting Crowns, "Give Me Jesus." Casting Crowns. Oh my goodness, they're still a thing.
1: Fifteen years and going strong. I mean, shoot, it's top four of the billboards.
0: I know, right? Like, like kudos to them, man. Like fifteen years. Yeah. And even with that said, I. A lot of people, like, dislike Casting Cards. Like, they blame them for the fall Christian music. I personally disagree. Um, I think their first album is a pretty good album. I think, uh, Mark Hall has always been a good lyricist, lyrics has always been his thing. And. I think, um,. I, I, they, uh, they went for a few years where I just stopped hearing about them, kind of. Yeah. But. But
1: that, I mean, I mean, Mark Hall was going through cancer for a long time. So, like, I feel like during that, that period, they weren't on the market as much. But, I mean, that's, you know, that's very, like, considerable. Seeing that, like, you know. If I was going through cancer, I wouldn't want to be, like, stressing myself out. Like, I'm not saying he stresses himself out to make music. He probably doesn't. But, like, stressing to, you know, get it out, be like, oh, we only have this certain amount of time to get stuff done. Because, I mean, that's just not healthy on you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, Um, so I'm going to ask you what your relationship was with uh, Casting Crowns. Because my relationship with Casting Crowns is interesting. Because, like I said, I have always had a soft spot for them. Right. Part of that may be nostalgia. Um, my older brother got their CD for his 18th birthday, and he listened to it a few times, and I just kind of stole it from him. I listened to that first album. I was 14 years old, and I listened to it non-stop. I loved that first album. Um, and then I was so excited. I went and um, very uh, I went and bought their second album, like the day it came out. Yeah, And then I went and bought their third album Not the day it came out, but I bought it Pretty quick after it came out And um, their third album is a really good one too But and then I kind of fell off the bandwagon A little bit, their fourth album was a bit of a letdown for me Until the whole world hears uh, For those that are keeping track I feel like that one's a bit of a letdown but... Yeah, see,
1: even even when I hear the name of that song Even today I still think Jeremy Camp
0: That's, I, I just think Jeremy Camp So what's your relationship with Casting Crowns? Mine's obviously a Nostalgic, slightly soft spot for them.
1: Um, I mean, yeah, I grew up on it. Like, that's what, you know, one of the main things I heard listening to or heard growing up. I mean, mainly because mom liked casting crowns and dad thought they were okay, you know. But, Mm -hmm. like, that's just mainly what we heard, you know. Yeah. Uh, And that was, they were one of the biggest things on the radio as a kid, too. They were. They were the biggest thing on the radio. Like, for a while. You heard, like, one of their songs every other, you know, play. But, like, I guess, like, I didn't really, like, get into... I didn't, like, really... By the time I was getting into the acknowledgement of artists, I guess, was right about the time they released Courageous. Then that movie came out. So, I mean, obviously, yeah, that was one of the biggest time. Like, one of the biggest songs that I listened to, I guess. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, yeah, I listened to all those other ones, but, like, that's that's the time I remember, you know? Mm-hmm. It's about about my... I think I was like 13 or something when that song came out, so I think I'm not sure. It's been a I, while. I don't keep track. Yeah, I don't either. It's just it's been a while.
0: Um, yeah, there for a while though. They were the Christian band. I mean their their first album went double platinum, and I think deservingly so. Like I said, it's a uh, right. Um, great lyrics. Even though a lot, even though the music may fall. Into, uh, the slightly generic sector. Some of it. Some I mean, of it, um... A lot of it doesn't. I mean, he's got some pretty good lyric. like... His lyrics are always yeah, a strong suit, though. very strong. I'm um, like, uh... Like, If We Are The Body has always been Yeah, a gr- yeah, yeah, If lyric. We Are The Body.
1: Okay, yeah, I remember listening to those songs.
0: Yeah. So, we say all that to say, uh... Their lat lay a song, Give Me Jesus, and... As much as their lyrics are always their strong suit, their this these lyrics don't particularly touch me.
1: Right. No. I mean they don't. I just <laughs> thought I thought the music video was funny. It looked yeah. like a movie. It looked like something like, you know, Pure Flix films would make. Um I mean I like Pure Flix. Yeah. But um it just looked it wasn't it wasn't like original. It wasn't very original.
0: Like the song was giving me flashbacks to the early two thousands. I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, it just it's
0: kind of Jeremy Camp thing, you yeah. know.
1: It like, not, like I like Jeremy Camp. Yeah. But like, you could tell the difference. You used to be able to tell the difference between him and Casting Crowns, you know. But like, I feel like more recently, a lot of
0: his songs are, a, a lot of their songs are sounding like Jeremy Camp. Which is ironic because Jeremy Camp would have been more influenced by them. Yeah. Because they were the huge artist. And even so, Jeremy Camp, his biggest album selling was either a million or gold, I think. Casting Crowns was selling millions. Yeah. You know, they have like a lifetime sale of somewhere in the three, four million range. So. That ain't bad, man. <laughs> and yeah, not bad at all. Not That's bad like at almost all. DC Talk levels of selling. Um, but the song, Give Me Jesus, just didn't strike me as particularly lyrically challenging or anything. The music, eh, eh. Yeah. It was safe. Yeah, <laughs> it was just, it was inoffensive. It like yeah, there I mean, was it, it wasn't like
1: <laughs> it didn't. I mean, it didn't sound too contemporary, but it didn't sound like secular. Like it, it I didn't mean, sound like
0: cutting edge.
1: Yeah, it wasn't cutting edge music. Uh, I mean, okay, we're talking cutting edge via two thousands because because cutting edge now is sad.
0: I mean, not always. There is... I don't care what decade you're in. There is always someone out there carrying the torch for good music.
1: It, right. I mean... I
0: mean, nowadays, a lot of that good music tends to fall into um, the underground scene. Right. Because indie music, thanks to the internet, has really taken off. Um, but... So, I'm trying to think of... So, in the in the more Christian music genre... My thoughts go to, like, Colony House. Oh, yeah. Right.
1: Well, are they really... Are they Christian? And <laughs> I
0: they're mean, one of those, um... We're, we're Christians in a band, but not a Christian band. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think
1: that's actually something said.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was, like... Sounds like That was it. the big thing during the early 2000s. We're just calling them
1: Christian because their dad, Steve, is Stephen Curtis Chapman. That's what. Yeah, I mean, <laughs>
0: their lyrics had the vague... Christian yeah. life. I mean, they them. cussed.
1: They cussed in one of their songs on the Today Show. You know, uh, I'm not. You know, <laughs> it's like eh. you know, it was one of those words that wasn't damnable, but
0: you know. <laughs> see what I did there? I you see you <laughs> oh oh sorry. man! Oh, sorry. Darn it, uh, Solomon! You I just you just bumped our rating down from G to PG. Gosh! <laughs> hey, at least it's not R. <laughs>
1: Gosh, geez, dang, darn it! I think you're looking for Dabflabbit. <laughs> Oops. Wait, no, that was a cuss word in the 1800s.
0: Uh. <laughs> okay, casting crowns. Um. So I mean, it, it was. I would. I would. Uh. I don't know. I wish. I don't even know what I want from casting crowns. Yeah, I <laughs> like what I wa- do, we, do. We know what we want from them yet. Like-, like what I want from them is a, is a. Uh, why don't
1: they just re record all their good songs
0: and give it back to us? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what I'm thinking, like, even if. So, like, no matter what direction they go, they would lose. Let's say, for the sake of conversation, they have Aaron Sprinkle come in, Tooth and Nails main producer, right? Yeah. And he produces a Casting Crowns album. I'm sorry, that's not going to sound great. No, it is. It isn't. would not mesh with it. Let's say we have. I don't know, um. Seth Mosley come in. He had he produced a lot of stuff for like Fair Trade, Newsboys in their later years. Yeah, that's still not going to sound good.
1: Yeah, and the, then we the, could, then we could even go to like you know Louis Giglio, who's the main. Um, and I don't want to hear them doing a worship song. Yeah, I don't want like no, we don't want to hear Chris Tomlin again.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> what they what they could probably honestly what I want to hear from them it's kind of sad. Is I want to hear a Mark Hall solo album. Is what I want to hear. I want to hear just him and, like, an acoustic guitar. And just, like... But that's
1: the thing, is he can't play an instrument.
0: No, so what it would have to be... Okay, so get... How about this? Casting Crowns decides to do, like, a really laid-back acoustic album. Like, full band. Okay. But still more mellow, more acoustic. Um, Think more, like, John Foreman's solo records. Yeah. Or um, I'm trying to think of some other people that kind of fall into that. Maybe even some "Me Without You" a little bit. Some right, some, you know. I think that would be an interesting sound for them. Possibly. And I mean, then just let m- lock Mark Hall in a barn with a, a Bible and a songbook for a month, and just be like, okay, write songs. Yeah. You know.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> I feel like I mean that would probably turn out really well.
0: Yeah. For the
1: like most likely, I felt yeah that probably probably be pretty great. So. Just saying, because like, I feel like that's where most of these guys get their song ideas, is just being like alone for a long time with whatever it is that inspires them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I've got a whole album here. Let's do this.
0: Yeah. Uh, so there's uh, the, the number four song. I hope something goes to number two or one next week, so we're not like, dipping down further and yeah, further and further. This is, we're,
1: we're, we're, we've been, okay, like, ever since week two... We, we have, we've already, like, lost our, our uh, what's it called, our segments. Because the first segment was supposed to be number one on the billboard. Yeah. But now it's like, segment, what's on the billboard? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, what's next on the billboard? What's you next know? on
0: the billboard? <laughs> hey, that would be an interesting segment for next time. Let's try and predict what we think is going to be popular. Oh, that would
1: be the- scary. I mean, we, <laughs> we would never know. Well, actually, you know what? Actually, we could just, you know, play it safe and be like something from Chris Tomlin.
0: Honestly, he hasn't been on the billboards in a minute, though. Has he? Uh, Hillsong would be your best bet at this point. Yeah, be like Hillsong. Or, um... Hillsong Worship,
1: specifically.
0: Hillsong United's made some grand way. Here recently? Yeah, well...
1: Yeah, I was about to say, here recently, uh, you haven't... United. I actually thought United disbanded. I thought United was done.
0: Oh, did they? I think I didn't so. Hear about that
1: after the United album.
0: I think we know our next uh, whatever happened to segment. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. uh, I I thought we already decided
0: that one. <laughs> We gotta put them on the list, though. <laughs> I mean, I, as far as I know, Hillsong United, because Hillsong United isn't a band, right? They're a well. See, this is the they're thing. a uh, a marketing. They're group. a collective, yeah. Like they're because, Hillsong groups, youth group, right?
1: That's, well, this is the th- no Hillsong's youth group is Hillsong Young and Free. Well, they're they're twenty-somethings. Well, yeah. Well, this what what United was <clears throat> was actually like this like solo a bunch of solo artists that were in that church. But not part of actually part of Hillsong the band.
0: Okay. Because
1: their church is called Hillsong too. It's weird because there's just way too much Hillsong on the market. It's confusing. <laughs> okay. Right. Come on. Hey, Joel and I forget what your brother's name is. But Joel, Houston, Houston, whatever. Uh, we need some help here, man. Like help us out, bro. <laughs> Give us some different names to work with. Even if it's like, he'll he'll sing or something. <laughs> But it's got to be different, because we're hearing Hillsong, Hillsong United, Hillsong United that, Free,
0: Hillsong Worship. <laughs> that reminds me, um, I might have to look it up sometime for this thing. Oh, this
1: may be one of those churches where it is winter jam every service.
0: <laughs> well, do you remember that poster I showed you one time that was, it was making fun of Christian music, and it was like, here's um Jeremy Camp and his biceps, here's um Switchfoot with their secular set, here is... Hillsong. And it looks like the Avengers poster? No, no, like, I'll read it sometime. I'll read it sometime. I no, will find I know, it.
1: I'm joking, but that's what it should look like. The Avengers poster. You know how there's like 500 of the Marvel superheroes? Oh, yeah. You like the Avengers poster. But Hillsong. <laughs> but Hillsong. The so you, Avengers, but Hillsong. So you were saying. But, like, they have, there's just so much marketing in Hillsong. But, like, Hillsong United, I think, was like. And it may not even been like solo artist in the church because I know um, that you know Hillsong is based in Australia, mm-hmm. but uh, one of the singers that was in actually their Hillsong United album <clears throat> had Oceans, mm-hmm. and the singer from Oceans was is from England. Okay, so like it's it, it's like worship groups that that church is acquainted with that gotcha. came and band together. You know, thus giving us Hillsong United.
0: So technically speaking, Hillsong United should never die because there will always be other artists out there to join the club
1: Right, pretty much. It should never die, but Hillsong United disbanded after United album. Like they they didn't release anything after United album, as the group that was on United.
0: It's it's you no know, like because there's been a Hillsong United album every year for the past. 20 years No I'm
1: talking Okay yeah But like What I'm saying is Hillsong United The original group mm-hmm. Yeah they might still be going But the original group Known as Hillsong United That everybody knows Because they were the first Hillsong United
0: mm-hmm.
1: They aren't together no more Well yeah It's a bunch of the younger kids now Yeah But the guitar player He's always the same You know, I forget what his name is, but he's Dreadlocks, you know. Mm -hmm. He has always been in the group. He's in every Hillsong group. (laughs) But he's also been, he's also, like, part of the church. Yeah. Same goes with um, their piano player, which, I mean, I guess we can't really be like, oh, yeah, their piano player, because, like, every five seconds during a song, they all switch instruments. Yeah. And it's one of those things. But, like, apparently, they are known for their instrument, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this guy's the piano player. Why is he on the drums?
0: <laughs> you know, I think um, Gunger kind of started that because I went to a Gunger concert back in 2012, and they were doing a lot of the instrument switching, and now I go to Wren Collective. I've been to Wren Collective recently. They do that a lot. I just got back from a, for a King Country concert, they did a lot of instrument switching. So I think it's like the new kind of popular thing to do to get multi-talented people to right. uh, put on a, a blazing live show.
1: Yeah. I don't know, it's just, yeah, I mean, what else are you going to do with worship music? You throw flames in the air and everyone's going to be like, oh God, does this represent you? You know, like,
0: <laughs> you know, uh, it's like just
1: one of those questionable things.
0: Yeah. But. So guess, casting I, crowns.
1: Casting crowns. <laughs> I thought, wait, we're not on the next part of the segment. No, we're still oh, on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what else is there to say about them, man?
0: Man, I hope they, I hope they uh, do well for themselves, yeah, you know? Yeah, I mean,
1: still. <laughs> like they're doing pretty great, apparently,
0: <laughs> yeah, all right, moving on to next segment. um whatever happened to whatever happened to flyleaf?
1: well um then it, the I forget what the lead singer's name was Lacey Sturm Lacey Sturm well, she left as of what two thousand twelve yes, and they brought in a new lead singer, also a female. Kristen may okay and some of us may know her from the band Vidira.
0: Vidira, okay um which was a rock band obviously i mean they were like indie rock more well they did like the the fray cold play rock yeah so yeah. it wasn't really rock it was here's some folk songs electric guitars right <laughs>
1: Folk songs with electric guitar. Well, hey, that's a good genre. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just saying. Only thing that would have made Cat Stevens better (laughs) is if there was some electric guitar in there. Um, If you don't know who Cat Stevens is, 70s folk artist. (laughs) There you go.
0: History. So Flyleaf, uh, they have an interesting career, I think, because... So Kristen May comes in, right? Right. Um, Well, let's actually back up. So Flyleaf forms in the late 90s or whatever, early 2000s. Right. Um, Lacey, she was Mosley back then. Later became Sturm. Okay. And it's funny because they've had the exact same guitar, drum, bass lineup their whole entire career. Those four guys have never changed. Which is rare for a rock band. Particularly when Lacey Sturm was the band. Right, like all the media went to her. She wrote all the lyrics. It was her. So band. yeah, it
1: probably got weird. It probably got weird Like after it, the the guitar or after the uh, band, the the actual band, um, was like, wait, we don't write our own lyrics. Like, well, I think they. Were, what are we gonna, like, gonna do, we... dude? Like, what are we gonna do? <laughs> I we think that we I... can't. We can't just be. We can't just be a musical. <laughs>
0: well. Or instrumental, they were all super cool with each other. Um, and but I just find it interesting that the band stayed when it was mainly like her thing, right? Right, that's so just, are you that's saying rare. that
1: she started the band?
0: Well, she it was her and the guitar player, they were friends, oh, okay. and they okay, they just started playing together, you know. All right, I guess as most bands start out, you know, yeah, uh, some
1: of them actually take
0: off. I know, <laughs> um. <laughs> And they have like a lot of history. Like I know she wrote a memoir I want to read really bad about how she went through drugs. The band got big, which got her further into drugs, and then she kind of had to pull herself out. Got you know closer to God. Married her husband, had her child, etc.
1: Quit the band. <laughs>
0: um, well, so in two thousand twelve, she's like, "Hey, um, I'm I want to be with my family more." Also, Flyleaf was one of those were Christians in a band, but not a Christian band right you know
1: yeah.
0: um and she was leaning very heavily towards i am a christian artist this is who i am Right. like in their last year together they covered um uh, duh, 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 duh. i cannot think of the song john mark miller
1: how he loves how he loves
0: yes they covered <laughs> wait cover, they covered how he loves and it's beautiful and then dude. david crowder
1: it. band covered i uh i'm alive
0: no they wait what's that um, song called all around me all around me <laughs> i know right
1: wait but then David Crowder in the same album did uh, "How He Loves,"
0: and you know it's even better. That's Flyleaf, funny. and d- only during live concerts covered um, "None Compares to You," "God Almighty" by David That's Crowder funny. Band. That's funny. Like and, I and, and they, they, were they never it. toured. You know? <laughs> the I, they, I wish they, 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 David Crowder Band and Flyleaf would have toured together. Yeah, like you and know? then had
1: like this like jam session because I feel like that they would probably do pretty well.
0: Oh, like a, just like, a giant metal, you know?
1: Yeah, like this giant metal classical. Folk, what the heck is this? This is called beauty. This is called real music.
0: Yes. Where are you
1: at, people? (laughs) Come Uh,
0: on. So, Lacey Sturm, by this point, I think she was leaning towards I am a Christian artist. And also, she wanted to spend more time with her husband and child. Good for her. I'm all for that, you know.
1: Yeah, quit the uh, band, man.
0: So she left. Instead of dealing with four or
1: five babies, she only has to deal with the one, <coughs> or maybe two.
0: You know, she was like, um, I'm, "I know nothing." Violation, if you're was, ever out there listening, she I know nothing about you. But she was, she was a team mom. Come you on, know? when you guys were <laughs> fighting,
1: you know she was the one who fixed the problem, talked you through it, and gave you guys your cupcakes after it was over, <coughs> and probably made the mac and cheese on the tour bus.
0: So. You love her. We love her. <laughs> so um, we love you. you know? <laughs> and so they were hitting conundrum, you know. So um, Christian May, her band had just broken up. So Christian May, Chris, Chris, Christian May.
1: I wasn't sure there for a second. I was like, maybe I heard it wrong the first time. But yeah.
0: Okay. So her band broke up. So she joined Flyleaf. You know, right. it was kind of like two band breakups, but one actually still had the band. <laughs>
1: but what would be funny is if. Her band started playing Christian music for the First Lady.
0: Uh, I know, right? <laughs> that would have been so weird, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, so, and then um, they recorded their album together. It was, um, her, what was her band's name? Vadira. Madeira. They were much more, like I said, a Coldplay, Fray-type sound. And when you listen to that last Flyleaf album, album, it really you can hear it. Like they were slowing way down. They were less distortion. And I think um what, a couple things happened. One, Lacey Sturm, like I said, was the band. That's who all the fans loved. Right. I I mean, yes. Come the,
1: on, her voice though, man.
0: She has a great <laughs> like... voice. But yeah, I'm sure the the rest of the band had their fans, but she was the main draw. Right. So, your lead singer, it's like you know, it's like when Steve Perry left Journey.
1: Yeah. yeah. they
0: still had the fans, but Steve Perry was... Come on, Steve you
1: know? Perry was the band. <laughs> like, yeah, and actually he just came out with a new album. Listen to it, guys. That's pretty good. <laughs> just look it up. I mean, so that, that's inconclusive.
0: <laughs> so Lacey Sturm leaves. They get this new lead singer, and then on top of not being Lacey Sturm, they release a, a lot of kind of slower radio-friendly songs right you can imagine how that didn't set well with fans no nope. um and then like 4 years later late, um Kristen May leaves and she says you know i i want to be closer to my fa- my husband and my kid and she also said i never really felt like part of the band and i wonder if it wasn't a little bit of those four guys had been together for 10 15 years yeah and she was the outsider coming in right. you know
1: yeah I guess that's true.
0: Like, that's got to be an adjustment. And then also, you know? like,
1: you know... And then the she, fans She not... couldn't do the bro stuff with them after the concerts or whatever, you know? And then the <laughs> fans
0: probably weren't responding well.
1: Yeah. They are like, ew, boo, the new girl. Bam, though, you rock. <laughs> I know. You know, I, that I, would I, suck.
0: I, I would always feel really bad suck. for them. I mean, I, I yeah, do yeah. feel bad for Me them. Because I mean, I'm a not, rough situation.
1: Yeah, I'm not taking anything away from them. I'm not, like, I'm just saying... They tried. Yeah. They tried, I mean, for the most part... Yeah, her style is different, but I feel like she still has that same um, energy with her voice. Yeah. She she could still do the same job, but maybe, you know, the style. It, the style throws it off a lot.
0: Yeah, um, so it's it's kind of a tragedy. Um, so at this point, Flyleaf is just kind of not there. Hanging
1: out there in the abyss?
0: I would like to imagine the, the four guys from Flyleaf... Um, went and, like, you know, formed a metal band, and they're just, like, playing the underground scene together right now.
1: Yeah, that'd be pretty lit.
0: Like, they're just like, you know, we don't need a female singer, we can do this ourselves. Yeah. The females (laughs) cause the problems! No, (laughs) i I mean, not really, but, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Um, what I predict will happen, I would be surprised, because Lacey Sturm has went on to have a fairly successful solo career. She's released one album, maybe two, and it's honestly... Her her solo album sounded more like Flyleaf than Flyleaf's last album. Right. And so I see like them having a reunion tour at some point. Yeah. And being like you know here's for all our old fans yada yada. I see that being a thing. Yeah, I could see that. So that's uh, that's what happened to Flyleaf. That's um, they're so. Store.
1: What what was our uh random topic?
0: So random, random
1: topic. Oh yeah, random, random topic, topic of the day. Who is your favorite female artist?
0: So, um, ironically enough, Lacey Sturm yeah. right at the top of the list. Um, she just her voice mainly. Right. I love that voice. Yeah. Um, as far as son- songwriting goes, because I'm a lyric guy. You know, it's yeah. my thing. Very,
1: I, you're a huge lyric guy.
0: So I'm always. Um, I've always been a big fan of, um, Lay Nash of Sixpence None the Richer. Yep, she is amazing. Um, and then also uh, Jennifer Knapp. Um, everyone may not agree with where she's at in her life now, and I can understand that. You know, I, I'm obviously not like in wholehearted agreement with her, but she's still a good songwriter. Okay. And her um, first three albums in the Christian market were amazing. Like they were so far above what most female artists were putting out at that time. Um, so those are kind of my top three picks, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, you know I, you, I, you can't tell it but I really like guitar music <laughs> yeah
1: yeah you really like guitar music man which is good which yeah. is good everybody <laughs> should like guitar music Guitar's where it's at people that's where the real art is not everyone can, anyone can memorize a keyboard not anyone can memorize a fretboard <laughs> I know for a fact I've been he playing guitar what? for 11 years and I still can't tell you off the top of my head where a single note is Unless it's open. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. My favorite female artist is uh, Blanca. Okay. Because, like, I just like her voice. Like, it's just... I don't know.
0: Is that just it's currently a unique, or of all time?
1: Like, I mean, of all time, honestly. I, I'm not, like, I'm not het on female artists. Nothing against, you know, gender. It's just, I just don't like... Listening to female artists mainly because when I listen to music, I like to listen to stuff that I can kind of compare myself with and I feel like when I listen to female artists and then I hear their songs, and when I sing them, I try to sing that note and it just screws it up it's yeah. bad okay and and like so I mean just generally i like I like blanca um but if I was gonna have like other fa- fa- or uh, other favorites. It would definitely be Kristen Stern. Or uh, Kristen May. Okay. Because, like, I like her voice, too. Okay. I like Flyleaf. I haven't listened to a whole lot of their songs. The ones I have heard, I like. Mm-hmm. She's got... I mean, she's got the voice, man. She's got that hard rock voice. Like, if
0: Steve Perry... Okay, are you talking Kristen May? Oh, no. Or are What's you talking name? Lacey the, Stern? Yeah,
1: Lacey Stern. Sorry. Great. Now we ha- you have me confused. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking. Anyway, um, hey, I was cramming this history in this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but, like, she's got that voice that, like, if Steve Perry was a girl, yeah, that would be him. Yeah, I can see that. Because she just got that. Like, you know that. Boom! I'm gonna hit this note with no problem whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'd just say number one. Uh, well, Blanca, she's from Groupon Crew, yeah. used to be. And I mean, I've listened. To, I haven't listened to a whole lot of them, but that was part of you know the time when I was growing up, starting to get in music a little bit. Mm-hmm. That was some of what we heard, you know. Yeah. And like you know, okay, I'm just gonna be real. I can't hard. I can tell you people that I like. I can't name songs for you. Mm-hmm. So. If you start singing the song, I might be like, "Oh yeah, I like that song." But if you if you're like, "Oh, such and such," mm-hmm. got no idea what you're talking about, man. But I mean, just just because I heard their songs, but like I never was like just like, "Oh, what is this song?" Because back then, I remember um, phones weren't a real big thing. Yeah. So I wasn't able just to look up whatever I wanted whenever I wanted. I just had to hear the song and go by the lyric. Oh, so,
0: those were the those were the dark times, weren't
1: they? Because it's like, <laughs> well, also that was the times when you're like, great, we're in the the Blaze Band, and we don't have chord charts, man. <laughs> That's back when our band was great, the Blaze Band. Yeah, I mean, you know, Chad, Bobby, all uh. of them. Which we really need some more of that because it's becoming the whole. Covenant worship, elevation worship thing, man. We need saved. <laughs> oh, speaking of female this, singers. This has nothing to do with our
0: personal <laughs> no. lives. We
1: didn't. <laughs> on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just venting. I'm just here venting. But speaking of female <laughs> artists, we have a pretty good singer. Okay, our whole price team's female singers. Yeah. But anyway, I'm just saying, like, there, I have nothing against females, female artists. I just don't have a whole lot of, like, I don't have a whole lot of influence from them, which would make them my favorites. That's fair. Like, I could name you several males. Okay, 97.5% of all artists. Actually, we have to make that 97 because that half man, I don't know what that... Oh, it'd be like um, that one guy that's singing for Queen Now. What's his name? Uh, Mark Martell. No, singing for Queen Now. Oh, uh... Lambert. Yeah, Adam so, Lambert. Adam Lambert. That would be the half percent male. Moving on. <laughs> anyway, it has to be, like, 97% of all the singers out there are male. You know? It's a very... This, so, I guess that's something we could throw in there. Is, kudos to all the female singers out there who have made it. Because it's a very, very, like, like very shallow thing. You don't see a whole lot of them, you know?
0: I, I am... I agree and disagree. So here's a a phenomenon I have noticed. Growing up in church, you see a lot of singing. Right. Because, you know, I've been to a lot of different churches, conferences. A majority of the singers you see will be female. Right. Well, I mean... Okay, so stick with me. But professionally, you do raise a good point. There's... While I think there's a a plethora of female singers, particularly in rock, which is what we listen to... Right. There's not a whole lot of ladies, right? And I wonder if that's not a little bit of... Um, it's called his story for a reason, right? Yeah. History is all about guys. They tend to dominate markets. Right. So I wonder if the 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 female um, genre, or whatever, as you will, mm-hmm. has uh, been barred entrance into this rock world a little bit because right. it's been so... Guys control because, everything, yeah, you because, know? Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, that could be a very... That's a very... Uh, that's a very very strong
0: assumption like
1: because, i mean it could be
0: very accurate because you don't cuz think about like the, the huge female artists most of them aren't rocking um even in modern time biggest girl i can think of is Adele. yeah and she but and she's she,
1: barely rocking either she's i mean like she she rocks but in a different does. way
0: she you does
1: know? <laughs> well <laughs> uh, let's well we can't say that because uh uh set fire to the rain yeah that was very rock yeah um what is that other one um uh, you're
0: thinking of i uh, you just made th- you just made the song run away from my head good job buddy and um, we could have had it all
1: yeah that could have had
0: it all it's that's not what it's um, called um rolling in, rolling the, deep. in the deep there yes. it is
1: yeah hey she had some very rocky songs and those were her biggest songs but that was, was also more modern
0: you know that was also the most modern modern yeah like go back to the 60s well 70s. shoot go back to the 90s man like 90s had a little
1: bit more a little but bit more not but as then, much but when you get to the 80s i could think off the top of my
0: head two female singers and i did not like them well they were most of them were underground like the big female singers 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 singers, <laughs> singers you're looking at stuff like madonna pop music yeah you know? it was
1: pop music well see that's what i'm saying It's like you just don't see a lot and i guess that's where i was going with this because okay rock is pretty much the only music i listen to mm-hmm. i listen to some folk because folk is just a offset acoustic version of rock yeah that's all it is and i used to think folk music was like bling, 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 that's bluegrass yeah completely different yeah <laughs> i like folk bluegrass it just depends Mm-hmm. I, I I have to really know the song, or I have to be into it. But, like, I guess that's where I was going, is, like, if you're a female artist, you've made it into some sort of rock, uh, like,
0: Genre. set,
1: like, if you're in there, if you have records out there, good for you, because you do not see that.
0: Kudos to very you, Very much, yes. very
1: much, very, so many kudos to you guys. Yeah. Because I don't know what a kudo is, but so many of them.
0: Just yeah, like, bravo. All we can give them to you. <laughs> bravo. Um, hundreds
1: and thousands of kudos.
0: <laughs> so, I guess we say all that to say, hats off to the ladies of rock.
1: Yeah, hats off to them. There's the... not enough of them. What mother rockers. <laughs> yeah. Mothers of rock.
0: Mothers of rock. Man. Like, gosh, you even go back in Christian music. Um, the female artists I think of that were decently big back in the day were like Jenny Owens amy grant um the girls inside um the second chapter of acts and that was all very safe pop music right uh it's a it's a shame it's it's really a shame well solomon buddy
1: that just about concluded our show for today
0: that that is concluded so um, Hey, at
1: least we're not over time on it. Like we have we've been like killing the time, man. And I mean it's not that this week hasn't been fun. It has been. I just don't feel like for the people that we've picked mm-hmm. for today that we've had a lot of information to go off of. Because they're not necessarily like quitting bands, but they're also not like making any super like s- groundbreaking They're not making any groundbreaking performance, Mm -hmm. you know? But, I mean, music's music. It all matters. It's part of the story.
0: Mm -hmm. All right, so keep being that glimpse of eternity.
1: Rock on.